All right, people, what is going on? This episode 372 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller, and today we're going to talk about um, Kyle Pitts. Uh, some Atlanta Falcons news, not necessarily the team entirely, but I want to talk about Kyle Pitts for a bit. For a bit, because one thing I have not done, I mean, maybe I have, I just can't remember. I don't remember a time where I actually focus on this man and the way he plays football and what he's capable of doing on the field. I'm really intrigued at his leap for from to the second year because a lot of people seeing a lot of good things about him and the way that he plays the game and the type of physical specimen that he is, this guy could be a problem. And it's somebody that we, you know, not over here anyway. We don't talk about enough, so we're going to get into that. If this is your first time here, welcome. Over here, I talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. Um, today, we're going to talk about some Atlanta Falcon stuff and it's Kyle Pitts. Um, if you want to find out all the avenues that I'm on, the link is down in the description. You hit um, the uh, all my links, or you can also just find me on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts because I'm over there. I'm also on YouTube and Rumble. So if you want to check out the visual or the audio, I highly recommend you subscribe into more than one avenue just in case one of the avenues go down. Other than that, we're going to get right into this. I'm not going to take too much of your time on this Friday. And uh, let's go. Um, Kyle Pitts has been pretty much the bright spot for the Falcons. Not the bright spot, but one of the bright spots for the Falcons in the 7-10 and 10 season that we had. Rece- had over 1,000 yards receiving, went to the Pro Bowl. And a lot of people was looking kind of, you know, sideways when we picked him over a Justin Fields or... Um, I can't remember who else was available at the time. I don't think Trey Lance was. I'm not sure. But anyway, I know a lot of people in Atlanta wanted to get Justin Fields. We ended up getting Kyle Pitts. And to be quite honest, I felt like he produced more at his position um, than what Justin Fields did at his position, if that makes sense. Nevertheless, it worked out perfectly at the end of the day because we have at least two quarterbacks right now that are going to be pretty much safe picks for us going down, you know, in the future. So, uh, Kyle Pitts, I think that was a pretty good, uh, uh, you know, a draft pick overall, but there's rumblings out saying that he's just scratching the surface. Now you're talking about a kid that was at his rookie year, caught over a thousand yards, his rookie season went to the pro bowl and pretty much on a bad team where, uh, we didn't have anybody to throw the ball to. Um, and I know a lot of people say, well, that's probably one of the reasons why he caught so many passes because they didn't have anybody to throw the ball to. Yes and no, because as a rookie, you are looking at a situation where you're put in, you're you're actually put into a, a situation where these guys have to rely on you because the receivers that we had just was not up to snuff. Don't get me wrong, Russell Gage did play pretty well. Olamide Zacchaeus did his thing, and uh, you know we basically pieced together guys to go out there and catch the football. But the, the the prime focus was pretty much on Kyle Pitts and, and or Cordell Patterson at times. But Kyle Pitts was the guy. And uh, even then, he still was able to put up numbers and end up going to the Pro Bowl, even on a team that thought we we probably had no business winning seven games. Uh, for some, you know, for some people, people are looking at us like, hey, we are the best, uh, we're the best bad team in the league. And uh, I get it. But now this team has just been uh, transformed. And with that being said, we're looking at uh, a situation with receivers all over the place. We've got big physical receivers. And uh, 
it's going to be hard to actually look into a Kyle Pitts to where he's going to be uh, covered properly. And when I say that, with a guy that's 6'6", 240, he's going to have to be doubled and, you know, at least half of the time that he's on the field. And I don't know if that's going to be able to do that when you have a Drake London, Brian Edwards, um, you know, uh, Alden Tate, and these other guys that are out there that are going to be catching the ball. Uh, for So for him to be in a lot of one-on-one matchups, scratching the surface may not be just the only thing that we're talking about. We could be talking about a situation where this guy could actually be um, – learning the game as well as using his physical ability to be better. Now, if he does that, understanding defensive pre-snaps, learning the weakness of teams, learning how to get open and what parts of the field to, to establish yourself so you can catch the football and possibly run after the catch. This is a kid that nobody really wants to tackle if he actually does get a chance to get free. Like I said, I've seen some instances when he touched the ball and he was like going down the field, looked like he was barely moving, kind of similar to number 11 when he was on the team. But this one, you know, this this guy just running a little bit more gracefully. Now, when this actually takes place, well, I ain't going to say when because, you know, that's actually, you know, putting things out there. But if it takes place, he's going to be a nightmare for a lot of people. I mean, you're looking at, you know, a guy like him and then you got Drake London and I don't know too much about the Felipe Frank situation, but that's another story for another day. The other tight ends, and then you got Alden Tate, Brian Edwards. You're you're almost talking about picking your poison. Do you let the receivers beat you or you let the tight ends beat you? Now, I don't know if this team is going to be able to flourish that well, but there's a possibility that it can happen. I mean, you just don't put this kind of talent together and think like, okay, we're still looking at 7 and 10. Um, I don't think we're looking at 7 and 10 per se because of the team. I'm also looking at the talent that we have to go up against next, you know, this upcoming season. The divisions that we got to go up against are not easy divisions. And those teams just may be a little bit more established. So we may take losses because of that, but not because our team is necessarily bad. You know, you understand what I'm saying? I think it's going to be more of a, we're playing against better teams instead of saying, oh, we're losing because our team is bad. And I think that that is a big distinction at the end of the day. So when, I look at a guy like Kyle Pitts. We could be looking at a situation where he could, he could easily duplicate another thousand yard season. We're also looking at a situation where he could be back at uh, the Pro Bowl again. We're also be looking at a situation where this offense could be unstoppable. I ain't even talk about the running game yet, but it all just depends on what the offensive line does. So if not, we're just probably going to be looking at you know a lot of short passes, which is fine. Because if you got big, tall, physical receivers, nobody going to want to, you know, try to outman these guys for the ball, especially in tight spaces. I mean, what, you're going to try to jam these guys? You're not going to jam a Drake London that easily. You're not going to jam a, a, a Brian Edwards like that. Auden Tate is 6'5", 220. I mean, who's jamming him? And him playing, and, and Kyle Pitts playing tight end, um, yeah, a linebacker may be able to get a hand on him, but if he gets around him, it's a wrap. Because there's no there's no linebacker that's going to be as fast as Kyle Pitts. I, I've yet to meet one yet. Maybe there's one or two, but I, I haven't seen one yet. Or that that I know that went toe for toe toe to toe with him. So this is a good thing that to, to look into. You know, I mean the 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 physical specimen of Kyle Pitts learning the game, just like we talked about last episode with Desmond Ritter. He's learning the game at faster than a lot of people thought he would. The coaches are actually impressed. And to be honest, 
Arthur Smith said the same thing about uh about Kyle Pitts. The scratching the surface comment is from him. Say he's just scratching, you know, he's just scratching the surface. I I mean, look, I I man, you guys tell me what am I saying that 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 can be disputed? You know, logically, that can be disputed in a way that okay, that does that what you said makes sense because what I feel what I'm saying is making a lot of sense right now. What I'm saying, I feel that this team, these players, and this philosophy can at least get us more than at the very least can we can do better than what we did last year. And we can do better. But the only reason why we won't the reason why we won't, if that's the case, the reason why we won't do better is mainly because the other teams we're playing is actually better than what we have. Not because this team is bad. We play against the Rams this year. I, I, I can't even I don't even have the schedule up here right now. Um but I know we played the Rams we play other teams that are uh, in that division. Let me look right here. Okay, here it is right there. We play the Rams. We play the Browns. We play the Chargers. We play, uh, I don't even know what the Browns are going to look like. San Francisco, uh, the Steelers. You know, the, uh, we play the Ravens. I mean, we the Buccaneers twice. So, we're, like I said, we're going to be playing teams that, that are more established. These teams, for the most part, are more established than us. That doesn't mean that we're a bad team. But these are teams that are more established. So, if we end up losing a handful of these games, yeah, it's because, I mean, it's because, like, I would say the Steelers are not more established than us at the quarterback position, but everything else, everywhere else, they're they're looking pretty good. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You look at a team like the Chargers. The Chargers are basically what the Chargers are where we want to be. Young quarterback getting all these other play, guys around them to be better and 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 um, perform better. They're basically three years ahead of us. The 49ers always give us problems. You know the Brown. I mean the Bengals. I mean you got Joey Burrow over there, and that team looks like they're they're trying to do some things. The Rams just won the Super Bowl. In the Buccaneers, I mean you know what they're capable of. Cardinals, Ravens, I mean, we know what it's like. So it's not because, oh, we're playing against, you know, same the teams that are on our level and losing because the teams that are on our level are slightly better. No, we're playing against teams that are, you know, a couple of years ahead of us or a couple of steps above us when it comes to not only just, uh, I, I'm not going to say talent, but just established camaraderie, team chemistry, you know, um, longevity, you know, so it, 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 it's like, okay, does this mean that, uh, does this mean that this is the, the way that we're going is, is not the right way? No, it's just growing pains. It's growing pains. You're going to get through that. All these teams went through this at some point. And with a guy like Kyle Pitts, who's just going from year one to year two, you see Desmond Ritter coming in from a uh, from college and learning really fast as a rookie. You look at all these other guys, you know, like well, let's say what Ebikete is going to do, or when you look at a Richie Grant when he steps up. When you look at these guys, uh, you know what what are we looking at here? You know, I think you know one of the main things that we have right now, like a Cordell Patterson or a Brian Edwards, even with Marcus Mariota, who have some type of experience of you know playing this style of football or when you look at a Tyler Algier where he just needs some space to run we just need those guys up front to do something so we're we're looking at a situation where you know where we are 
right where we need to be and we're gonna have cap space next year and you got guys that are taking that next step like uh kyle pitts you you cannot you cannot you know sit here and be like man what they're saying is is kind of you know bs what they're saying doesn't make sense nah we've seen players that take one leap to the next year by year we see it all the time now i'm kind of nervous because this is my team i'm kind of nervous to talk about that because i don't remember a time where players actually progressed at this rate on the on on the falcons i mean when you look at guys that took a a a, a slight step we thought big things and we saw them you know flut, um, flutter out you know you know like a vic beasley hell even with michael vick you know you look at a guy like uh jamal anderson who had a pretty good run michael turner who had a pretty good run the only one that was you know i'm not even gonna say take a leap but just been consistent out the gate was matt ryan i mean as a rookie he came through and just been consistent numbers got a little bit better but it wasn't like uh it wasn't like where he just leaped from where he was before you know i mean his 2008 rookie season and and everything in between that was pretty solid 2010 was pretty good 2012 was good you know 14 you know okay 16 was the year when he won the mvp you know that was an eight-year process but you know but at the same time it's like he was always consistent i can't think of another player that i that looks like who is taking this type of leap that kyle pitts could possibly take you know, I mean, even Julio Jones came in and Julio Jones was just consistent. Roddy White had, I think Roddy White may be like the closest because when he came out of UAB, he was pretty good, but he started to take a leap after like year three, year four, where he started to take off and Roddy White was putting up numbers. So he might be the closest. I mean, I know some people in the comment section will probably tell me like, okay, what about this guy? What about that guy? And, and it is warranted. I, I, I get it, but I'm just thinking from the top of my head, I can't think of anyone else. So, um, this is a good thing. Kyle Pitts making this move is a is a very good thing. I cannot wait to see what happens with him once preseason and the regular season starts. When I think we play the Saints first, and uh, I think that's going to be a really good test to see because that secondary and that defense is actually pretty good. So I, I'm I'm ready to see how that goes. You know, I mean, y'all guys, let me know what you guys think. It's Friday. I'm going to cut it short here. If you guys like this commentary, hit the like button. If you like this podcast, hit the like, share, and subscribe. Go through to the YouTube or Rumble. Let me know if you guys, uh, let me know what you guys think in the comment section. Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Give me a five-star rating on that Apple star chart. Also, if you, uh, if you have something to say that, I, that that is going against what I'm doing or you don't like what I'm doing, let me know in the feedback section. Let me know because I want to get better for you guys. I really do. Episode 372, we're chugging right along, getting closer to 400, and it's all thanks to you guys. You guys continuously making the numbers go up. Guys on the podcast avenue, numbers are great. I cannot thank you guys enough. I want you guys to enjoy your weekend. Have fun and take care of yourself and do things for yourself to uplift yourself and uplift others if you can. All right, y'all, I am going to get out of here. Thank you for everything. Have a great weekend. You guys be blessed. Peace.